from your Father in heaven. So whenever you give alms, do not sound the trumpet before you, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, so that they may be praised by others. Truly I tell you, they have received the reward. But when you give alms, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your alms may be done in secret. And your Father, who sees in secret, will reward you. And whenever you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and then at the street corners, so that they may be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received the reward. But whenever you pray, go into your room and shut the door, and pray to your Father who is in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. And whenever you fast, do not look dismal like the hypocrites, for they disfigure their faces so as to show others they are fasting. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward. But when you fast, put oil on your head and wash your face, so that your fasting may be seen not by others, but by your Father who is in secret. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust consume and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasure in heaven, where neither moth nor rust consumes, where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. I invite you to be seated. When I was a child, I was fascinated by Ash Wednesday and Lent. What else do you get reminded that you are the dirt of the earth? And every Wednesday, my church would gather together for a meal and for worship, and I would run around with this question on my lips. What are you giving up for Lent? Or sometimes I would phrase it and say, what are you doing for Lent? In other words, what discipline are you taking on in these six weeks leading up to Easter? As a child, it was so interesting to me to hear what challenges people would take on. There were some predictable answers, giving up soda, walking more, watching less TV. And while some of these disciplines were quite difficult for those who took them on, I'm thinking especially of my sugar-loving mother who gave up chocolate one event. As a child, I had no concept of what giving up sweets had to do with Jesus. And as an adult thinking back, I'm still left wondering what these things really had to do with what Lent is all about. Repentance. Turning back toward God. Maybe it's because these things didn't really have a lot to do with repentance. While in theory, these disciplines can make us uncomfortable and may in some surface level way mimic the uncomfortability of repentance, we are asked by Jesus to live lives that are more than in theory, and that lives that are significantly deeper than making a display of the privilege we have in our ability to freely and relatively painlessly 
give up the extras in our lives. In the Gospel of Matthew this evening, we heard that Jesus address the three big disciplines of faith in his day, giving to the poor, praying, and fasting. And he talks about these activities with a word of caution about piety, or appearing holy. He tells the crowds, don't be like the hypocrites, who are like actors on stage. They perform the drama of piety for everyone to see that their words are wrote and their actions are insincere. Jesus isn't against these disciplines of faith, but neither he nor us is satisfied by empty spirituality. When our holy rituals become routine, lacking depth, and people perform them without being able to articulate why, or worse, when the why of why they perform them is an attempt to grab power and status on this earth. So Jesus gives us an alternative. He tells the crowd to keep doing these things, but do them privately. To be clear, Jesus isn't against communal prayer and worship, but he's offering us an opportunity to think about why we're engaging in these acts in the first place. What is our intention? Are we interested in um, how we appear to others? Are we interested in building up piety points? Or are we longing to build up our treasure in heaven? Our treasure, with this, which is our trust and reliance on God. And this is what God longs for us to do. In the book of Joel, the Lord says, Return to me with all your heart. Rend your hearts, not your clothes. God wants our whole selves, not our superficial gestures. And we wrestle with this tension between living on this earth and being called towards something greater. And Lent magnifies this tension that we are in daily. Lent magnifies this tension of how we are mortal and dust of the earth, but also that God has picked us up and breathed life into us and is calling us back to him. And so this is an invitation an invitation to forego the surface-level pious acts. An invitation to be a little uncomfortable. To open our hearts to God and show vulnerability by turning back to Him. Because we need our Savior. This is an invitation to make this season of repentance more than just 40 days of a chosen challenge or discipline. Let us live Lenten lives, lives of repentance that keep us orientated toward and walking toward our God. Amen. <laughs>